This is Namina's Mental Health Mavens, where each week we bring you guests from the mental health, addictions, and holistic care community to talk about different issues and treatment modalities. And with that, today's guest is Abigail Sherwood, who is a registered acupuncturist and traditional Chinese medicine practitioner. And she is here to talk to us about TCM and acupuncture for mental health. Welcome, Abby. Well, welcome, Abigail. I'm very excited to talk about traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. I've dabbled in those areas and just found them fantastic for some of my mental health. Uh, So why don't we start by giving you an introduction? Okay, so my name is Abigail. I am a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and registered acupuncturist. Um, I practice out of Hampton, New Brunswick. Um, and I went to school in Toronto, where I completed an advanced uh, diploma program for traditional Chinese medicine. Okay, so traditional Chinese medicine or TCM, do you want to give us a brief introduction to that? Yeah, so traditional Chinese medicine is basically this umbrella term. Um, it has a lot of modalities which exist within it, some of them including gua sha, fire cupping, if you ever see those cupping marks, acupuncture, herbal medicine, um, tween massage, lifestyle, dietary advice, and so on. There's a lot of modalities that exist within that. Yeah, and that's where I've had the cupping and I've had the acupuncture, the cupping in particular, when I was going through a grieving process, it was, and combined with massage was fantastic. Yeah, it feels cool, eh? Yeah, yeah, it does. So let's chat a little bit about uh, how TCM and acupuncture fit in with mental health as more of a holistic way of healing. So in traditional Chinese medicine, the mind-body connection is so important. Um, So we have the seven emotions in traditional Chinese medicine, and each of those kind of have physical components to them as well. So for example, if someone's going through a lot of grief, sometimes there are skin issues, um, breathing issues where you feel shortness of breath, um, and so on that kind of relate to the emotion of sadness or grief. If someone's anger that are angry all the time, then they can um, sometimes have some disharmonies physically with headaches, red eyes, blurry vision, um, high blood pressure, things like that. So each emotion actually can cause its own um physical manifestation in the body, which is really cool. So when is an emotion considered unhealthy? So in TCM, we consider an emotion unhealthy if it's repressed, um, if it's kind of expressed for too long. So think um, someone who's been grieving almost too long. Um, Obviously, there's no timeline to it, but there's kind of an expectation that after, you know, a period of years and years and years, you'll start to feel better. Um, so if it's kind of that it's held on to and that you can't let go of an emotion, um, like I said, there's a normal period um, for that. But after, you know, years and years and years and you still feel just as bad as you did that same day and it just has never really left you and you've never gotten any relief from it, that would be something that could manifest physically for you. Um, and also if the emotion is just really strong. Um, so if someone is really angry, all the time. And it just comes up a lot. And it's very strong. Um, Sometimes people can have issues with that too. Well, I know that uh, acupuncture and Chinese medicine can be a more affordable alternative for a lot of people. 
Yeah. So I feel like this is one of those things that you consider acupuncture sometimes or people, people sometimes consider it to be expensive, but we actually have some affordable options. So one of them being health insurance. Um, a lot of insurance plans actually cover acupuncture now, which is amazing and it makes it really accessible for people. And then if you don't have insurance, um, I would recommend looking into community clinics, um, community acupuncture, and then also student clinics because um, that just makes it a little bit more affordable. Yeah. Yeah. I've done massage through student clinics and it, it is yeah. a lot more affordable because I know that yeah. in my particular journey, some of the things that really worked for me, like breath work are not covered under insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's nice to have that. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so what does it look like then when somebody comes to you, what do you do in an initial assessment or how does, how does it work? What's the process look like? Yeah. So I would have, if someone came in to see me, everyone's a little different. We all do a consultation and then we figure out. So in TCM, we have um, basically pattern diagnosis. So everybody is treated a little differently based on their pattern. So this takes into account their health history, their current health goals, where they want to go with acupuncture, what they want to work on. Um, and also what we call their body constitution. So everyone has this kind of different um, pattern that they're born with. Um, or a pattern that they're prone to in their in their life, I guess. And um, so we kind of look at all of those things combined um, and where we need to work on with them. So we see their pattern and then we see the imbalances, what needs to be nourished and what needs to be um, kind of drained a little bit. So we see a lot of excess and deficiency and we want to supplement and take away what's too much. Okay. So then you work up a plan and how often do you usually recommend somebody comes in for acupuncture? It completely depends on the condition. If it's something mild, um, I usually recommend once weekly to start. Um, that's kind of my way of doing things. And then I see, you know, if next time they come in, they're still feeling good and they haven't gone back at all, we start stretching it out. Um, if next time they come in, they feel like that wasn't quite enough or they need a little bit more support, we can do biweekly. And then eventually the goal is to kind of phase out treatments. So to move on to more of a maintenance plan. Okay. And, and what kind of mental health concerns do you find you treat the most? With COVID, it has been a lot of anxiety, <laughs> a lot of fear. There's been a lot of fear. Like people just, they go out in public now and they don't know what to do. Um, they feel really uncomfortable and they feel, um, yeah, they just have almost this phobia now of going out in public, this where people never were germaphobes before they've become germaphobes. And so there's been, um, been a lot of that coming up and then also a lot of anger. So I feel like people are really stressed and angry about all of these circumstances. So I'm seeing a lot of that. And then obviously the the grief comes in sometimes too with people who have been negatively affected by this entire experience. Um, and yeah, there's been pretty much every emotion that you could see has been in. So I'm curious as to how acupuncture works on these particular emotions. Is there certain centers in the body then that you pinpoint or... Yeah. So that all, again, every people or everyone gets a different um, point prescription based on kind of their pattern in TCM. Um, from a more biomedical perspective, there's a lot, we have a lot of studies to say that it is effective, um, but the how is kind of still being figured out. Um, the current thought really right now is that it um, stimulates parasympathetic nervous system. 
Um, with that, we have the release of a lot of um, hormones in the body that help you feel good. Um, some of them people have theorized have been, you know, endorphins and keflins, um, oxytocin, serotonin, things like that. So just all these chemicals that make you feel good. Um, but you can see it as soon as someone walks out. A lot of people get what you call the acupuncture high, <laughs> where they look dazed and confused, <laughs> but in a good way. You can kind of see how their body is responding based on how they leave the clinic, which they always seem to have that. I forgot where I put my keys look on their face. Like, Well, I find that whenever I've done any any work that involves that parasympathetic nervous system, that I do feel that way afterwards, just just in on a cloud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a weird feeling, but it's very nice. <laughs> it is very nice. Definitely. Well, I know a question that, that someone that has never had acupuncture would want to know is, does it hurt? This is a complicated question because I don't ever want to say it doesn't hurt because everyone's perception of pain is so different. I don't find it hurts. I find that there's always going to be a sensation there. So some people say it's a heaviness. Some people say they feel kind of an electricity. Um, some people, if I put a couple points on the same channel, they feel kind of a buzzing between the two points. And that's non-electro. That's just traditional acupuncture. They feel the buzzing um, also with electro. But yeah, um, it feels different for everyone. But I... I don't ever find that people describe it as painful because I always ask each time I was, I always ask, you know, is this pain to you? Does this feel like pain? And they say, no, like it feels like heat or it feels like a buzzing or it feels, you know what I mean? So it's not, I don't want to say it's not painful because I can't account for everyone's experience, but in my experience, I wouldn't describe it that way. Yeah. I, in my personal experience, I found it didn't hurt at all. But when I was laying there, because of course I, I had the, the needles put in me when I was laying there resting, I moved in a certain way that it, it moved and hit a nerve. And it was, that was an owie for a second. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we say like, don't move when there is anything. In, Cause that, that part that can, that can hurt a little bit when you're actually like, when the tissues are kind of interacting with it, when you're actually moving um, but we try to avoid that when possible. So that is not painful. <laughs> and do you recommend anything in conjunction with the acupuncture? So if I was struggling with, you know, the anxiety or the anger or the grief, and I came in and we worked up some sessions for me and a plan, what else would I be incorporating into that? So that is one of those things where acupuncture works really well with everything else. Basically, there's nothing that acupuncture really seems to not complement. Um, if someone's on medication, the really good thing about that is um, acupuncture can help mitigate some of the side effects of medication. Um, and then when you're off medication, if that's kind of your only option, then acupuncture can help you feel a little bit better and more like yourself. Um, it's one of those things that it's going to make like all of these different things like talk therapy, medication, they're all parts of the puzzle. And I feel like they incorporate really well together or they come together really well. Um, I would never take another piece out of the puzzle and substitute it with acupuncture. Like I wouldn't go off medication to, you know, get acupuncture done um, because they work so well together. Yeah, I found that that when I combined a bunch of different things, that's when I that's when I really found I could find what works for me, but then I can find some balance in in the different modalities that I was trying. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Any tips on finding a good acupuncturist <laughs> or a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner? Um, I would look up on the register. So it's different for where you live. Um, for where I live, there is um, an association called Mara that I'm a part of. Um, so whenever I look for for um, acupuncturists near me, I usually go on that website just to see who's around. Um, of course, there's more associations than that. I'm just familiar with that one. Um, in Ontario, there's the CTCMPAO. So I would look if your if your province is regulated, I would look on um, that college's list of practitioners. Um, and then usually you can see that they're still doing well in their field that nothing's been, you know, nobody's taking them to court. Like you can usually see that they're, they're good to go. If they're registered with, um, the regulatory body, then they are considered to be safe and, uh, qualified practitioners. Uh, so anything else you wanted to add about it? Um, just that I like acupuncture too, because it actually helps facilitate the mind body connection. So that's a big part of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, but acupuncture also takes that as well. Um, basically I find that acupuncture is very grounding, um, but also it engages with your senses. So I feel like when people are, you know, in their emotions and feeling their emotions really deeply, they're usually kind of up above their body and they're not always in their senses. Um, I feel like they're more in their head or in their thoughts. And then this is one of those practices that can kind of bring you down to your body and help you engage and feel your body. So when you feel there um, or when you have acupuncture, um, a lot of people meditate during the sessions at, with me anyway. Um, I feel like a lot of them kind of say, not a lot of them, but I have heard people say um, that when they're kind of laying on the table, that's the only time that they can actually meditate because usually their mind just won't shut off, but that's the time that they have to just relax and kind of engage with their body. And some of them feel like they're kind of melting into the table, which I always found was kind of funny, <laughs> but um, that's just kind of what I mean when I say it helps you engage with your body and feel your body. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of research that's coming out about the mindfulness and the mind body yeah. connection. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Well, thank you so much. I uh, you've inspired me. I haven't gone for acupuncture in forever, and I, I think it's time that I went back. <laughs> I know I took a little break from it because I couldn't find anyone near me who did it. Um, and then I just met up with this one practitioner um, in a town over from me, and I've been have been going a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.